burst through like a bull. Don't argue. Uses the 15. Oh. How good is that? And what well played by Carey. He's away. Left foot snap. Oh, what a goal! What a goal from Wayne Carey. Plays on. Seconds only remaining. They've got to take a mark. Yeah! Dixon has taken a mark. Shoots for goal. He kicks the goal and Hawthorne wins the game. Hello and welcome to Don't Argue Power by Crown Bet Monday morning. Plenty of footy to talk about. We've got a special guest in we'll get to in a moment. Jay Clark, the news hound, uh, 24-7, he gets the stories done. Welcome, Jay. Hello, the mate. Duck Carey gets three votes every week because he does the votes and that's pretty much <laughs> how it goes. Our special guest today, 31 years ago, Diamond in the Rough, pick 48, the National Draft, 1987, played 124 games, a superstar, we love him, he speaks from the heart, well, just shoots from the hip pretty much because he shoots <laughs> everyone down. Liam Pickering, welcome Liam Pickering. How good on you, Dick, that was, that was a ran... very, very sharp introduction. <laughs> <laughs> what about me head nearly exploding like the 12th man, I just kept going and going yeah. and going. Yeah. Nah, it's great to have you on, Pickers. Uh, good um, to be here, mate. Yeah. I forgot to mention you're the manager of the Stars, which we'll get oh, to, boy. but... Uh, Played a lot of footy, and we're talking off air here at the moment with uh, your relationship with Wayne Carey, but growing up in Stall, tell us about that, first of all, footy f- footy for you back then. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, I just, as any other kid would, as you guys probably did as young blokes as well, you, you, know, you grow up and all you're doing is playing sport. You know, school was a bit of a secondary option for me, really. Um, but it was just footy in, in, in winter and cricket in summer, and... The seasons had overlap. You'd go from a footy grand final to the first game of the cricket. You wouldn't have had a net, but you're, you're straight back into it. So, yeah, I grew up like a footy mad kid. I mean, my dad was, uh, you know, was a player. He played for North Melbourne, so we were North supporters. So it was great to end up there eventually. But because you're a very good cricketer as well. So did that was that a tough decision for you at any point? Um, yeah, well, it was. At the end of the North time as a footballer, after five years... Um, and North, I got 22 games in five years. I wasn't really knocking the door down at North. <laughs> and I was in the state squad with the cricket. So I sort of thought that was the direction I was going to go. And then uh, I got a phone call out of the blue by, from Stephen Wells, which I thought was a prank. Yeah. Well, we were just going to want me. Geelong had just played in the grand final in 92. And lost by about four, four or five goals to West Coast. And they wanted me to come and play in the midfield of Geelong, which... Hocking couch best. I said, how's that work? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem right. <laughs> anyway, luckily, the, the old man really encouraged me to go and to go and actually give it a crack. And so what happened was uh, Malcolm Blight made a call to Les Stillman, who was a state coach at the, at the time, and said, you can just go and do your cricket, you finish this year off, and then come down to footy cup trainer when you can. So tell us, what year was that? So that was... 90, End of 92. End of 92. So Shimmer's last year. Yeah, so Shimmer... That was before, his last year. That was his last official year. Yeah. He got sacked at the start of yeah, 93. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he sacked me and Steely and Lee Tudor first. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he went and got sacked himself <laughs> after the first. The, I remember watching the NAB Cup I was game. On the bed, so, 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 and you talk about sliding door moments. I mean, let's be honest, it was great for you. Yeah, it was. For yeah. your career. But those sliding door moments, you're right. He gets sacked at the start of 93 and then North all of a sudden become yeah. well, what we should have well, we were always going to be. There was that much talent on the list. And that, that was the biggest problem I had. It wasn't so much... Like, we all started at a similar time. Duck a year after me, Johnny Longmire, Swatter, these type of guys. And Steve and that crew came in. But I came through with Rock, Swass, Ramiro. Mm. Uh, there was already Larkin, German, um, Paul Spargo, Buckley. Ben Buckley. Like, there was a million midfielders. I don't know where I fit. When they drafted me, I was playing centre forward for Stall. Yeah. Fair to say, it would have been a, sh- a very small centre forward. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the duck came along. But, uh, yeah, so I mean, there was a mi- we had a heap of depth in the list, and a lot of us fell out. As in, the Blue McGrath had been traded the year before yeah. at, um, to Geelong, and they had some good success out of Blue. I think he came second in their best and fairest mm-hmm. in that ninety-two years. So um, it was just a, it was an opportune moment, I guess, when 
when they said they wanted me, I went and met with Blighty. Because uh, I thought it was half a joke, but I wanted to meet Blighty anyway. He's one of my heroes. <laughs> <laughs> got his, I seriously sat down with him and got his I said, look, I'm going to be up front, Blighty. Oh, look, I can't get a game for the team that finished 10th. You're telling me I'm going to play midfield, you know, for the team who's just been playing in the grand finals, yeah. couch, hocking bears down the line. He said, you know, he's lying, he's sitting back in his office, he has his feet on the desk, he had a dart in his hand. <laughs> he said, that's the beauty of He said, I'm the coach and I'm telling you you're going to play. So I thought, oh, we'll give it a go then. So luckily um, I was able to combine the both, which was great. When you first arrived out at North Melbourne, just to backtrack a little bit, was Duck already at the club or did he come after? No, he was a – our introduction to Duck was on the 1988 footy trip. Oh, yes. So I'd played the, all the 98 – all the 88 season. Yeah. We went to Perth, a big spending North Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went to Perth and had our footy trip in Perth. Uh, don't worry, the next year's footy trip was Corowa. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Lombard's farm. So we weren't really <laughs> splashing with cash at that joint at the moment, at that stage, I should say. And um, so the Duck came on our footy trip with another guy, Bomber Hamilton, Stephen Hamilton, who um, we hadn't met him. And they, they turned up on the trip, and that was a quite an event. We hadn't met him. I know, I like that. Nicely put. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. probably the only way I could put yeah. it. It's going to yeah, go to air. Yeah. But uh, anyway. And yet, you spoke about Blighty. You also had an airsy. So the difference between the two coaches, like Blighty's got his feet on the desk with the, a dart, plays yeah. golf three times a week. What about Airsy? Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, Airsy, oh, I was lucky the coaches I had. I had John Kennedy Senior, who I just mm. idolised. Mm. You know, coached my old man at Stall, if you can believe it. So I think that might have helped getting me getting recruited to, to North, to be honest. But did he did he speak to you? Kanga, yeah, yeah, did he? he was never, great. Never spoke to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, well, you were, you debuted under him though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in '89. But yeah, I didn't get my, make my do, debut, debut until the back end of '89 as well. So yeah. I think you debuted even before me. But uh, even though I was a couple of years older, um, yeah. So I went from Kennedy. To Shimmer, who was one of my heroes growing up as well, who, fair to say, didn't give me many opportunities. <laughs> so that didn't last all that long. Yeah. Uh, three years of not a lot of games. Um, and then down to Blighty and then into Airsy. And I, I loved Airsy. I love him as a bloke. He, he was a good coach. He was a... Um, he wasn't a real tactician as such, but he was a guy that, you, if you give your best, he was going to look after you and you, you know you'd get effort. And mm. I found him... Really good to play under. I thought he was a terrific coach. What about um, playing with the Duck? We, we don't like to uh, pump him up too much, but playing with him and playing with Gary Ablett Senior, like your fair dinkum kicked it to two of the greatest players of the past um, 50 years. You, you tell us like what it was like you know, kicking to these blokes. Duck was, was younger and he's earlier yeah. in his career. Did you know he was going to be as special as he was? Uh, no, I didn't, to be honest. Um, yeah, We lived in clubhouses around the corner from each other, and I knew he had a lot of talent, yeah. but... At the end of 92, I don't think he quite hit his streak. He played a couple of really good games in 92, but 93 was his breakout year, and I was already at Geelong. Mm. So, unfortunately, I got to witness it firsthand where he really took hold of Geelong a few times. But um, to get down there with Gary Ablett, so I didn't see Gary Ablett Sr. until January. Mm. I'd been down there, I was down there at training. But <laughs> first time I saw him was at, uh, was at a six-a-side cricket match. Billy Barrett's organised blokes he thought could play a bit of cricket. And then he got David Mensch, Andrew Wills, myself, him and Gazza to play. It must have been five-a-side. We played this, you know, five-over game. And Gazza was taking speckies. And, well, I still hadn't seen him at the club. So, But he was just an, an enormous footballer. Yeah. Like, I get asked this question all the time. And, and when I get asked the question, who's the best footballer you've ever seen, I say Gary Ablett. Mm-hmm. And then so I'll have arguments. I have arguments. And then the boys, if I'm having this discussion with John Longmire, for example, and he played all his career with Duck, he'll say, oh, no, no, no. Who, but who, would you, who would you pick first? Who would you? I said, hang on, that's a different argument. I'd take Duck if I was picking a team. But if I was, you're saying who's, 
Who's the most freakish, brilliant football I've ever yeah. seen? No one's better than Gary Ablett Senior. Yeah. I saw him, I've seen him do some stuff that most people can only dream of on a footy field. Mm. And he didn't even train. Mm. Like, it was amazing <laughs> how good he was. Yeah. Well, you hear that all the time. Like, Dwayne Russell always says, never trained. But you're doing the drills here or there, but as soon as Match Sim came out, hang on, I'm going to come oh, out. Oh, you couldn't put a ball game. Anytime there was a... We had a game, we had a uh, Sunday morning session, you know, where we... Right, our boys break off. We're playing two different games of, uh, of soccer. And the goalposts were no further than about metre duck away, right? Mm-hmm. So it was three games going on, actually. One game scores, nil all. Second game scores, nil all. Third game scores, four nil. <laughs> all kicked by Abbott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one else scored in the other games. Yeah, yeah. You got them all. Yeah. But, so, and it was the same with any sport we played. And the other one you wanted to really dodge him with was boxing. You didn't oh. want to leave the track early because you knew he was in there just caging, waiting for a, a little sparring opponent. <laughs> I remember one day I said, no, nah, I'm not doing that again, guys. And I, he said, no, 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 you just hit me. Oh, I won't hit you. I said, oh, yeah, that'll laugh. So I land one on his beak. And he'll go, whack, Anyway, so he said, no, no, what we'll do is so it was me, Brad Scholl, who's one of Duck's great mates, and my, one of my great mates, and Grant Tanner. So he had a one round with each of us. A I had a, I had a cut eye. <laughs> Uh, Charlie had a blood nose and Grant Tanner had a blood lip and, and Apple didn't have a mark on it. <laughs> we couldn't but he wasn't uh, going to hit back he wasn't going to hit back but he'd go oh good punch back <laughs> serious no, he, was a, he was a freak seriously and the other one I was getting into boxing we had the club houses this is back when we were living around the corner and we had one set of boxing gloves yeah. one so right, it would be a dive to get the right glove <laughs> but then you'd go up against this 18 year old or 17 year old and you try to box with Duck, and you had the big one ready to go, but you couldn't get near him. He'd just go bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so we all do a bit of that when we were growing up, which was good fun. When you when you look back now uh, to that, that Geelong year in 94, 95, why, why didn't you think you were able to go all the way, Pickers? Because um, you had, you know, it was an exceptional team. Yeah, it was. We, we were a bit deficient in a couple of areas, but I think overall our team was good enough to have won it. I mean, we came one against... 94, we came up against a red-hot West Coast, who yeah. were a very, very good team that year. Lucky to get in. Lucky year. to get in. We shouldn't have probably got in. We beat North after the siren. Gary Ablett takes a one-hander. And Lee Tudor squared the ball to him, which was typical lurker, to be honest. And Gaz, who'd been well beaten by my day by Mick. <laughs> Mickey Martin. And Mickey Martin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he put the one hand up, the hand of God, they call it, and he kicked it, got us into the grand final. But yeah. oh, we were shot, shot ducks after quarter time. They belted us. And then 95, we had a really good season. Um, and we come against a really good Carlton team. Carlton were hard. The Carlton were the best team. They were, they were the best team, but we weren't far off. And we'd played them once that year and at Princess Park, and they'd beaten us by about six or eight points in a real good game. So I didn't think there was 10 goals between us, but on the game, on the day, in the words of Dennis Pagan, half our team, I reckon, ran down the race, took off their heads, put pumpkins on, and ran out. Because <laughs> we were that undisciplined. It yeah. was Talk about state of the game pickers. That... The Geelong team, and you know, I've obviously played against the Geelong teams at that time. They they just they just played like you want footy to be played. Yeah. They just took the mm. game on high scores. There's a period I think '94 where you scored over 200 points. Uh, I think it was three out of six weeks or something. Like unbelievable. Mm. Goal, yeah, goal it's, it, look, we we did have a lot of power up front. You know, Billy was a very good player, much an underrated player, underrated. really. Um, he's like the Longmire. Compared to Duck, you know, mm-hmm. everyone talks about Gary Senior. Well, Billy was a really good sidekick. We lost Barry Stone. That was a big loss for us. Just walked past him down the street. Yeah, he's uh-huh. yeah, uh, he is seriously uh, was a very, he was an excellent player, but mm-hmm. then broke his leg badly and never quite got his athleticism back. But geez, we had him at his prime and Billy and Ablett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a f- powerful forward line. But we did struggle in defence, 
yeah, if we had a scarlet in that team that could go onto someone like Duck or every team had good forwards. Mm. So we're a bit undermanned down there. What about uh, state of the game now, Pickers? <coughs> we not kicking enough goals. Did you play in that game where Ablett kicked, oh, was it? The Brisbane one? No, oh, and then and Salmon, and salmon kicked. kicked yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you play in that one? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I played in that game. Oh, it was funny because every time they show, they always show the last, the highlights of that game, I'm very rarely shown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they, they show that game a lot because Gazza kicked uh, 14, a lazy 14 goals, seven. Uh, he had his 26 kicks, uh, 14 marks and no handballs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he kicked 14 goals, seven, and Fish kicked 10 and then got injured late and they put Malesio on. It was a cracking game of 40, mm. but that was, I guess, the first time we really thought in 93 that that Essendon were a real real team. Mm. And they were. And they were a genuinely good team. And uh, we played them later in the year, that year in 93, and belted them down at Geelong on their run to the Premiership. Mm. But we left their run a bit too late in 93. But, yeah, Grand Falls, 94, 95, 96, we got put out by North in the first final. And then 97, Duck got hold of us again. Mm. We finished second. It was a stitch up. Fair <laughs> We finished second by percentage. Like, we're 1% oh. off top. It was one v it was one v eight two v seven. We copped North Melbourne seventh, yeah. which, which by the way, were better than seventh. Of course, you so were. We had a lot of things go wrong that year. So yeah. you're right. You're just yeah. really unlucky because, arguably, you'd say if we had our full strength fit team that year, we're we're still the best team in the yeah, comp. Yeah, you were right up there. And we and and you're right. Geelong finished just second <laughs> yeah. and, and cop us at seventh. We I copped them at se- not, not yeah. only that we copped them at seven. Like St Kilda got the Bears, the bad news Bears out of Waverley <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon. We copped North Melbourne under lights on a Sunday night in the rain. Yeah. And of course, for, I, don't know, I don't know, I need to bring this up again with Benny Graham, but he wrote an article. He went in the paper. He didn't write an article. He was interviewed about his record on Duck, and the headline was uh, Break Even with Kerry, That's What I Do, or something like that, some ridiculous thing. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm reading it the day of the game. I'm thinking, oh my God. Oh, no. <laughs> I know Pagan's going to do it. Yeah. So Benny, who had a really good season, as as all he did was ask some questions, and they headlined it the how they wanted to. But Duck kicked seven out of eleven. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I only had one arm too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he got hold of us in that and knocked us out, and then that sent us to Adelaide the next week, yeah. which we know and about Lee Colbert Mark and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. anyway, that's sliding door moments as you mentioned earlier. And look, we weren't we didn't grab our chances in that period, but that's that's footy. That's the way it goes. Dicko, what happened between you and Pickers? Did you guys get reported. a little? Oh. What happened there? They got reported. Yeah, it's a little skirmish. I um I wasn't getting a kick against along down there, and I came off and Judgey got me on the phone. He said, "If you don't do something, punch, kick. I don't give up <laughs> one of those." And I came straight off the interchange, and there was a stoppage right in front of it, and Pickers was facing me, and I just ran straight in and punched him in the guts. <laughs> And uh, got reported by Scotty McLaren. And, and then I'm young fella. I'm thinking, the next week, Crawl's playing his 150th game. I've got to play in that. So Aaron Lord, who was at Hawthorne and that rang, got to get him off, got to get him off. <laughs> I would have done anything that yeah. day. And then on the vision, I'm looking nowhere near the ball. And Pickers in the tribunal goes, yeah, I could see. He had, he had his eyes on the ball the whole time. <laughs> that's what you did. It was an age code. But that's what you did back Yeah, then. it was. Yeah. Like, and Dick has always thanked me since. So oh, thanks for that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm never going to get... Yeah, I only went to the tribunal as a reported once, which is in about my second or third game, and I got a week and a lecture from Neil Busy back in the day. Um, but I got the bloke off that whacked me earlier. I got him off. Yeah. Very good at giving evidence. <laughs> I've spent a bit of time in court lately, so I was, I was destined for a career in the legal system. And I couldn't get myself off, but I got Dicko off. Oh, the classic, though, Scotty McLaren goes, no, nah. he had his eyes on Pickering the whole time. Pickering says, no, nah. he had his eyes on the ball the whole time. He was watching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go to half time. More pickers after this. You're listening to Don't Argue Pal by Crown Beef. Marriage, Martin on the bike, check sides it, how does it bounce? It bounces oh. through, he's kicked three. 
Welcome back to Darnagi, powered by Crown Bet. We've got our special guest, Liam Pickering, in. Uh, we just touched on Pickers, my first uh, exchange at the Tribune. You got me off beautifully. Uh, it's changed a lot since then, hasn't it? Like, we, we used, to, well, used to look after me, but uh, that was the unwritten code, wasn't it? It was back then. I, I think it's a little bit difficult now for the players because they've got to get medical reports now. The medical reports can be damning. You yeah. know, if someone's got concussion, you've got to actually report it. So if a bloke gets a good whack, that's going to go in alongside of the evidence. Back in the day, you were just going on the player's word, which was all very fluky. <laughs> <laughs> very fluky. I, I remember we had uh, Buddha Hocking, who, uh, who was a fabulous player, one of the best players yeah. I've ever played with. and he It uh, can be a bit scary, Buddha. Yeah, yeah. He had the crazy eyes and he was always... <laughs> I reckon on my edits tape alone in one year, I had him out for 30 weeks. Just in, the, <laughs> in the background, just whacking blokes, million blokes, standing on hands. And he had this great ability to give someone a backhand, like, right, one on the back of the head like that, and then help them up. He was a beauty at it. But he went into the tribunal with Neil Busy and... And he should have got three weeks for this incident. I can't think what it was. I think he might have whacked Matty Lord or someone like that. Anyway, he whacked someone and he got in there and the, uh, the Neil Busy said, uh, it's one, I'll give one match or whatever it is. And he says, Mr. Finlay, his fingers Finlay, who used to represent everyone. Uh, Mr. Finlay, can you please tell your client not to give me the death stairs next time? <laughs> so I thought it was a good idea just to really just stare him down, which was bloody funny. But anyway, it was, it was different back then. Though. Blokes could get away with a lot of things. Oh, uh, you Go, Dicker. I was just going to say, post-footy now, um, you're on the other side. Manager of the Stars. Management, uh, obviously, to the Stars. Tell Biggest us... names in the game, Dicker. Lance Franklin, Gary Ablett, Tom Boyd, Darcy Moore. So you've, you've had some of the biggest deals, really, ever in the game. And, I mean, start with probably Lance Franklin, should we? Mm. Because when that happened, I mean, we all thought he was going to GWS. And then <laughs> just at the last minute, boop, 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 boop. What do you mean when Pickers accidentally said Sydney? I was listening to that live on the radio. When yeah, you said, I wasn't, you know what? I wasn't even thinking about Sydney when really? I said it. I don't know why it came out. Yeah. I said uh, Sydney, only Sydney and, and Hawthorne. And I said, I'm GWS, I mean. Yeah. And some, they were bloody good, these listeners. Yeah. Someone remembered it. They must have time-coded it. <laughs> yeah. And they all played it afterwards. Mm. But I, said, I, I got great satisfaction out of, out of the fact, not so much out of the deal or whatever, but... The fact that I sat opposite Hutchie all year meant to be the biggest news break in the game. Yeah. Opposite every Saturday morning, and he never twigged once. <laughs> <laughs> was Sydney. That was what gave me the greatest pleasure. But when did you know Pickers? Did you uh, know the whole year, or yeah, obviously, yeah, we'd met with them earlier in the year, and then um, as the year progressed, it was just a matter of them trying to construct a deal. And I told them what the number was, and so Andrew on, and they had to go through all their list management stuff, all the way through. I spoke to Graham Wright, and they'd given an offer, which was a lot, obviously, a lot less and a lot shorter term. Uh, that basically expired in July, end of July. I think they said, well, after that, I said, look, you're going to have to plan without him. So I, I'd been pretty transparent with Hawthorne. I hadn't said... So I think they were dealing with the Giants and the Giants thought that they had him as well. But he was. I said the same thing to them. I, I don't know why they carried on so much because the reality was I said, plan without him. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to tell them where it is because I was really concerned that the AFL would have gone... If they got wind of it, they already got rid of their coal the minute it happened. Yeah. They got rid of their allowance. So two of the, two of the biggest deals ever... As is Franklin and Boyd to yep. go to the to go to the Bulldogs, so who's the winner out of that? And you're the manager of both of these. Boyd clearly gives the Bulldogs a premiership, but as an individual, hasn't reached the highs. Great grand final, by the way. Yep. I voted on the Norm Smith, and I gave him the three. I was votes. Say, I thought he was best. I, I gave him the three votes. Um, no one else did, by the way. They all sort of fell into line after that. But he, so he's delivered a premiership, but not reached the heights as an individual. Land Frank, who's the winner? Who's the winner as a club? 
Yeah. Well, Bulldogs got a flag. That's for right. their perspective, he was a very much a catalyst for them winning that flag. One hundred percent. And his whole final series was gave, terrific. Gave them a flag. Yeah. So he's gave. So he's given them a flag. So what would you pay? The but question not much is, else. Yeah, no, no. He's already. He's. I reckon he's already paid that yeah, off. So Has Lance Franklin though? Even though uh, he's been a great individual yeah, player. Yeah, I think, I think he has. 100%. I, I think he has. I think he's been the best player in the game. Like, and, I, I and think he hasn't dropped it all, hasn't he? No, he's he, a st- And your other client, Gary Ablett. Yep. So he goes to Gold Coast, clearly unbelievably individual player. Yeah. But did he deliver Gold Coast what they... No, I know, but then I, I, I put back that to... Well, if you're talking success in grand finals, no, obviously... No, 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 no. Well, they didn't play finals. The reality but... is is that Gary couldn't have done much more at the Gold Coast. Mm. I mean, you, you can only work with what you've got around you. And I think, you know, Gary's performances... He carved that joint around for seven years on his yeah. back. Mm. Yeah. And he's helped the development of Tom Lynch and these guys. Let's hope they all stay there. Tom Lynch and Stephen May and all yeah. those guys. But Well, when he did his shoulder against Collingwood, they were going to play finals that year. Oh, they were playing finals yeah. and he was a mile in front of the Brownlow. So he would have had his third Brownlow. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, well, I remember him doing his shoulder. I couldn't believe it, but yeah. um, oh, he's just been a super, super, superstar player. And, and his his shoulders worse than people think, isn't it, Pickett? So like, everyone bags him now because he doesn't tackle and do all that. If you watch his last quarter against Melbourne, that's one of the best, one of the best quarters inside, you'll yeah, ever inside, see, in, inside and out. Unbelievable. Yeah, when, when he's when he's inside, like I mean, he has that problem. His shoulders are all right. He's had an elbow problem this year, mm. uh, just a ligament or something, but. No, nah, he is game on the week, on the weekend again was Phenomenal. outstanding. Just with Franklin, get back to that one. When you foresee, was it nine years, ten yep. mil? Yeah, yeah. So you look and at Dave that. Dave Matthews said it was underpaid. By rec- the way. Remember, Dave Matthews <laughs> yeah, came yeah. and said oh, I was reckless, and I don't know how you'd give him a nine-year deal. Like, yeah. There was some controversy at the time. But controversy or not, he's the most durable player in the league. Like, yeah, when he, he hyperextended his yeah. knee in a pre, yeah, I do. Okay, no, he's missing three or four, yeah. and he was up training by Tuesday. Yeah, no, he's a he's an unbelievable footballer, Lance. I mean, he's just. To be able to, to do what he's done in this era, and he's up to over 900 goals now. Mm. I mean, he's just a phenomenal player. And he's just, the move for him has prolonged his career, I've got no doubt. I mean, he's, he's loving his life up the so, man, so, man, so, Manage both. Manage both. Who do you take? Franklin, Ablett. Oh, no, I can't split that. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't split that. They're both because they're so different, yeah, but they're so yeah. good, both of them. But how did you foresee them? You know, you said this is the number Who's giving boys? you more money? Oh, <laughs> don't be like that. <laughs> but Pickers, how, how did you foresee the number? You said this is the number, and, and in today's market, Tom Lynch, yeah, it could be one point two, one point four, but he hasn't taken unders. He, it was a big number, and it's held. Well, how did you get to that? The, the number was based on I'd already had an offer from the Hawks, obviously, mm. and then the Giants, and the Giants offer one point two. Yeah, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have been surprised. I mean, I hadn't even got negotiating on it. I just their offer was their offer, yeah. and we would have got that to ten. Look, don't worry about that. We would have got the Giants to 10. They really desperately wanted 10 years. No, no, no to, 10 mil. To the, mar- to the number Sorry. that... Yeah. Yep. And I don't talk about players' money, obviously, but mm. it's it's been reported mm. because it was a restricted mm. free agent. It's, mm. Everyone knows what he's getting paid, but over that period of time, they don't quite know the breakup. But, um, yeah, the, the number itself is what the number would have been for them to, to land him in Sydney because that's mm. what the Giants would have had to pay. Now, they can say retrospectively they wouldn't have paid it. They would have. Mm. But he didn't... When he had a choice... If the only choice was to go to the Giants, he would have gone to the Giants. Yeah. That's how desperate he was to get to Sydney. Mm. Because there was a competitive marketplace in Sydney, he got the choice of going to the Giants, a young team, an up and you know, building list, or an established footy team in Randwick. You yeah. know, it's, it's pretty hard <laughs> to go with the Swans. <laughs> At that time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Really. Yeah. As good as the Giants... Mm. Footy club will be. Uh, it he, was a pretty obvious one. But he hasn't won a flag yet, Pickers. Does he think he has to? He has to win a flag. Sydney has to win a flag to justify that deal. Oh, what do you think of that argument? Personally, I don't, because um, he's only one of twenty-two, but um, or one of forty, really. 
because the reality is, is what he's done for the game. If you guys get to Sydney games, and you, and you do, like what he's done around town yeah. is he's brought people back to the footy like um, Tony Lockett did back when yeah. the Sydney Sydney Swans were going not much good in the 90s, mm. you know. And that, through membership and excitement levels and the, and the ground and the, and the crowd numbers, and he's won them finals and he's won them big yep. games. He's got them to where they've got to. Whether you can be good enough on the day, well, we didn't play in a premiership under Gary, with Gary Ablett Senior, did we? No. But the, does that mean he, it was his fault? It wasn't his fault. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was probably what, less his fault than more our fault because mm. we weren't doing our bit. What about uh, merchandise and that he paid for his way? That's what I mean. Any day of the week. I, I do remember uh, we were sitting there. So the deal's done. The AFL made us dance through a whole heap of hoops. <laughs> yeah, they did. They got us in for investigations about how the deal. It was all in the salary cap. I said, it's pretty straightforward. Look, there's the that's the deal. That's yeah. the yeah. cap. These are the emails. This is the agreement. No worries. But they made us, every board member of the Swans had to tick off, had to tick off to say that they, it stays in the cap even if he finishes early and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Three days I was sitting up in Sydney. Not a bad place to be stuck in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we go in there and finally they said, right, it's all done. It's announced. We're going to do the big press announcement at SCG. Anyway. So obviously number twenty three, we've got a few things going around about the number twenty three with uh, with Buddy. Anyway, um, so I get there and I'd spoken to Andrew Island beforehand. And said, yeah, number two, yeah, yeah, it should be fine. And we're sitting in the uh, sitting in a little room. The media are all out there. There was hundreds of them. Oh, you would have been there, Jay Z. You know, just all out there waiting to see the first official announcement. Buddy with the Swans jumper on, holding the jumper up, and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, yeah, we're sitting in the room and and I said. Now, how are we going to how are we going to talk about this twenty three? Have you told that Lockie yet? This is the Johnny Long. My horse goes. Oh no, no, you got a horse. like oh. no, no, no. I'm not sure we should be bringing that up. The number. I said, mate, he's wearing number twenty three. Yeah. The horse goes. Oh well, I need to have a discussion with Jordan first. And Bud's just gigg- like giggling in the background. And Jono, um, who's the uh, media guy at the time, he's laughing. And Andrew Iron looks at him and says, uh, John. Um, Marketing upstairs have got a hundred number twenty threes ready to go. I'm pretty sure they're not for Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I said, "Bud, probably just talk it down at the press conference." And then he said, "Oh, well, he gets to the press conference. They asked him, and he said, oh, yeah, I'm wearing twenty three. I'm just the young fellas just going to move locker.'" <laughs> I said, well, "You could have probably held up on that." Uh, anyway, so good fun with him, but uh, he's just been a phenomenal player, as as, as I said. And Gary Jean is just a great person. Right? A fantastic footballer. We disappointed that deal didn't get done a year earlier. Uh, yeah, I was, but I mean, only because he was really, you know, obviously there was some, you know, stuff he wanted to come back to, to Geelong for, and yep. but I understood the Geelong, uh, the Gold Coast position. I mean, yeah. we just signed it. He had two more years to go. They were never going to try. I told him they won't trade you, mate, and they and they didn't obviously. And then uh, even last year, everyone thought it was a fate of complete, but it, it wasn't. That was a tough. That was that went right to the wire, mm. and I, I was starting to really panic, really mm. panic because he would have retired. Like really? he would, yeah, he would have come back. Yeah. He was coming home regardless. He yeah. just lost his sister. Yeah. Uh, he was coming back, um, so yeah, he would have he would have finished up. But um, luckily, and I'm glad everyone did. And he's been a good, very good player for Geelong this yeah. year. He's been enormous, no doubt about that. Um, just the free agency quickly pickers, because a lot of people that listen and a lot of uh, every well, the audience themselves, you hear the talk back. It's hard to understand the free agency. Oh, I, I, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. It changes all the time. But, you know. It, yeah, you know, the restricted, the unrestricted, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So we're still working our way towards it, but um, making it a bit more of, you know, what's a decent time to be in the game to, yeah, yeah for, is five years enough mm-hmm. in a club before you can start picking yeah. where you want to go? You know, maybe it's a little bit light. Seven years sounds about right. I don't know. It's just, it's hard work. 
What about uh, Darcy Moore Pickers? Where do you think he'll be playing next year? Is it is that up in the air at the moment, or you think? No, it's, it's not up in the air. I, I mean, well, it is up in the air because he hasn't signed his contract. But I mean, he's just had such a poor year with in, from an injury perspective. Like he's played one game since round five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and then again on the weekend, he, he played quite well against West Coast first game back. Very then, good. He did. And then of course on the weekend, he the last ten minutes before the game, I'm calling the match. I'm thinking, where's Darcy? Yeah. Anyway, so he didn't play, but. Yep. Uh, look, Collie were in the driver's seat, of course, because, I mean, he's Ned's away at the moment, who's the uh, list manager. Um, we've had constant discussions. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm pretty comfortable with it. So. How, diffi- how difficult is it when you've got a player, and Darcy Moore's probably the perfect example to talk about this, you've got a guy that clearly has potential, but he's clearly not reached that potential yet. Yeah. So how... Are you, do you are you really honest with them? Are you like a, a, a parent? I mean, some parents probably tell their kids they're better than what they are at some point, yeah, but course, do you yeah. have to say... Das, be but, realistic, you know. Yeah, I know that. No doubt, well, you do with a number of people, but I think Darcy's a very mature kid. I don't know if you've had much to do with him, but he's a mm. very, very sharp kid. Yeah, and, yeah, I know that. and look, the reality is, is he's he's not worried about all that stuff. He's not worried about oh, I'm worth this, this and that. He's not. He doesn't think like that. I mean, he's out there just get my body right. Mm. You do what you got to do. Defender and, or forward. I think he'll eventually be a forward, but I think right now he'll be a really good key post defender. Yeah. And it's going to help him play forward, no doubt. Yeah, I long, oh, no doubt. Like, as you said, Johnny Longmire started fullback. He had a yep. year at fullback. Yep. I remember that yep. at, at North Melbourne. That made him a better forward. Alistair Lynch was a terrific backman. Yeah. Ended up being a terrific forward. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt learning the defence because then you work out how hard it is playing forward. Jacob Wiedering's another one. Um, saw him as a junior. Love him as a kid. He's just a ripper. Um I feel, and this is only my opinion, I reckon he's been slaughtered uh, in terms of his development and where he's at. Really? What do you mean? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, he's, he's just clearly been, um, what's the word, not played out of position, but not given a chance to just show his true value and true worth as a player. And I reckon... Throw, a third banana. Throw weedering <laughs> in Richmond's defence. Yeah, I know. Well, I've I heard you talking player. about it on radio the other yeah. day. And it's, talk to us about that, pick. As a young well, kid, because you know, he's obviously a very... Uh, well, he's a mature kid. He is, yeah. He's a very mature kid. He's a, lear- he's a kid that wants to learn all the time. He does everything right. I had him living with me for a year. God almighty, can he eat? Um, <laughs> that's, another, that's another story. But the reality is, is that their whole back line's under siege. Yep. You stick him in, like you put any kid in there who's a key post. He had a very good first year. Yes. Uh, he had a good solid second year. He, had, he struggled a bit earlier this year. He's had some injuries. Um, he was po- quite good on the weekend, I thought. Um, but the ball's come getting pumped in 72 yep. times a game on average. And they, look, their, their team is struggling. If, as Doug mentioned, if you put him in a really strong setup where the ball's coming down slowly. He reads the game beautifully. Yeah. He's a beautiful kick. And that's what like he is. I've got no concerns about him being a long-term, a real yep. good AFL player. Yep. But but as a forward too, like he, with your development, yep, it's not working down back for him or you, you're getting um, slaughtered down there. Throw him forward. Yeah. Because you know what he can do forward. He did it in the championships a couple of times. Reads it beautifully and he's got a great pair of hands. He has. And he could play wing. I mean, he reads it. As I said, he reads it well. He's a beautiful kick. He's... With he confidence. lost confidence. He did. That's he what's happened. He lost a little bit kicking. of confidence. Because yeah. he was a great kid. Yeah, he is a great kid. And then yeah. all of a sudden he was he's missing targets. And that's just a cumulative you know, effect of what has happened in that team. And a lot of those players have yeah. just lost complete confidence. They have. And they'll come good. I, yeah. I think they'll come good. We're watching. We're finally seeing Brisbane, aren't we? We're finally seeing yeah. what we thought. Just starting to come. Starting yeah. to come. And, we're, and we'll see the same with Carlton. They're just on a slower a slower platform, if you like. Because would you, Gold Coast and Carlton say they're struggling to get players to come to their club because at the bottom of the ladder. Are you, if, you, if you're managing a player, would, would you happily take them to either one of those two clubs at the moment? Yeah. No yeah. dramas at all? No, no, no problems at all because it'll turn around. It always does. Uh, Gold Coast has been a harder sell. So I, my, my personal view is it's at that stage with Gold Coast, especially with these big-name players that are looking 
that appear to be looking to go. Yeah. What um, do you do? I'd give them exactly what they did with Sydney and Brisbane back in the day. Like call, call it a collar allowance. Give them an allowance to recruit. How much? A million, two million extra. Yeah. You reckon they need? I don't it? think they can be playing in the same in the same salary cap as everyone else they at can't. the moment. It's, like, on. it's a twelve million cap for everyone. For the Richmonds and the footy clubs, Richmonds of the world, who were the best side, to the Gold Coast and Carlton, who were on the bottom. And now <laughs> I wouldn't say Carlton as such, but Gold Coast definitely. I, I would give yeah. them an allowance. Are you worried about them? Yeah, I am. I am. I am yeah. Well, I mean, because we had Gary there from the start. We had seven or eight players there at one stage. You know, we were pretty invested in hoping that they'd go really well. So I spent a lot of time on the Gold Coast, but we've only got a couple there at the moment. But the reality is, is that. They need help. Yeah. They genuinely need help, and they need whether it's an extra picky at the moment. They need they definitely need an extra pick, but I reckon they need more cap room to be able to recruit. How ba- did they let Gary down? How bad was the setup up there? I mean, you were you probably kept quiet about it, but everything we hear out of just in terms of leadership facilities, you know, around him, it was, it was it really was, poor. It was tough at the start. I mean, it was. He'd come out of a very professional environment like Geelong, and Campbell Brown was the same. The, Brown, exactly yeah, he come same. from Hawthorne, Geelong. Mm. They go up there to start up basically, and it. it to be honest, it wasn't that much different than when we used to play the Bears up there. Yeah. Like, as in the setup as for what they were dealing with. So I feel, I feel for them because I think they had a lot of talent. Mm. At least, if you look at the blokes that have left and who mm. they were all still there. And you Prestia, go through Prestia, Amira. Caddy, yeah. Amira, Ablett, um, you know, Harley Benel, Benel, I should say. Mm. You know, you'll go through all those blokes and you think, gee whiz, I mean, they could be seriously good. But they couldn't keep them because of the lack of all the stuff at the start. Dixon. And, and yeah, oh, Charlie Jackson, Charlie. another mm. big, big player that they could have kept. Mm. You know, so um, I think they were they were pushing it up against it from the start, uh, and that's why they need the help now because this this will continue on. If players keep li- jumping out of the boat, mm. well, how's it? If they lose their captain this year and potentially their if. other captain next year, yeah. Yeah. well, it looks like that Lynch is going, but. That puts a massive hole in it. And they're back at the drawing board with the draft for the same amount of picks as everyone else. Yeah. It doesn't make sense no. to and me. Bruzy's been big on this, hasn't he, Duck? Yeah. About, he says the AFL's got to step in, exactly yeah. as you said, and help them now. Help them. You've got to help I, them now. Otherwise, we'll waste another 10 years. Yeah. This whole this whole crew that are playing now, these talented players, have got, we'll miss an era. And they'll they'll just, miss a whole era of any tra- chance of success. Been through a number of draft pickers. This one's been touted the best in the last 10 years. Where do yes. you see it? Oh, it's good. It's a good draft. How many have you got? No, I'm not as many as I'd like. <laughs> Your mate Robinson had a bit to do with that with his, all these articles. But, uh, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, we've got a few. But um, what I was going to say Who is... Who would you take number one? Uh, I'd take Lukosius one. Yeah? Yeah, yes, he's a superstar is. player. Superstar. Oh, I think he is. And I think Sam Walsh, number two. Oh, Sam Walsh, one. another gun. And then... Rankin? Uh, He's right up there in the conversation. Ranking. Big knock on he's him good. off the field, isn't there? Well, I don't think it's a big knock on him off the field. He's just a, he's a little bit of a different kid, but he, he's a really talent. Mm. Where does John Blakey's young fella and, oh. Robert, and Robert Scott's young fella They're both fit right in. at the top. I, and they're, they're obviously, they'll go under Father, father Sons, sons yeah. yeah. Oh, and, Nick Blakey could go top five. How yeah. good is he? He's, he's a real good. Yeah, so mm. he's, he's, he's got good. the same body yeah, shape yeah. too, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, Bailey, and, than, and Bailey yeah. Scott. Scotty's a good player, yeah. Good Bailey's player. with, um, well, he'd be a pick. He's got somewhere. a pick, so he's got a pick. He, he can pick, and this is what this is Three. this is why people get mm. you know sort confused, of, yeah, confused <laughs> a little bit. So he's obviously played hundred games for Geelong, hundred games for North, but he's in the Gold Coast Suns Academy. Yep. Academy. So he can choose them, the Gold Coast, or Suns. the other two, or the other two. Yeah, so I don't and, know. And well, Bailey, um, sorry, uh, John Blakey's young fellow. He's already. He's uh, committed. He had, three, he had three as well. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's, he's well, he picked two, Sydney. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, he's picked Sydney already. So they'll definitely have him. They'll have to shuffle around some points. Uh, but Nick Blakey's right up there. And Scotty's boys, a good player, mm. a really good player. Have you got yeah. Scotty? No. No. 
No, no one can. No one can get onto Scotty. <laughs> no, no, no one can get onto <laughs> him. I don't know how anyone could have got him to actually be managing him. Yeah. He's a ghost. Seriously, he's, he's a, a ghost. ghost isn't he? <laughs> he's I a ghost. text him. I ring him. Doesn't answer. <laughs> well, it doesn't, it's not just with us. Either. It's with everybody. <laughs> it's with Billy. It's with everyone. Yeah. He's just a very quiet man. <laughs> Last one from me, uh, because what do you think? If Carlton traded its top pick, knowing how good Lukosius and these guys are, do you think that'd be a good move or a bad move? Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade it. Not, not, not now. No. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I think. Unless you got something really sharp in return, really good. Like uh, outstanding. Like yeah. you'd have to get Shield, I mean, Shield or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you'd have to get Shield and a first rounder. Yeah. Like, to be honest. Yep. I mean, he is a like number one draft pick, so I know that they have it all worked out, but in a draft like this Cut where this. see that they could like well, I know I think it was in McCartan's draft, I think the Giants would have taken Petraka anyway. Hmm. I think that's yeah. where it went down. That that they liked him the best anyway, as it turned out. So it doesn't have to be number one pick doesn't mean a lot really. Um, you've still got to be able to play, but it's nice to have the first pick. It gives you the first pick of the second round as well. So yeah, uh, it would be uh, it'd be mad to be silly. I think if they traded it, uh, not pissing in your pocket, but I do enjoy you on radio. You just yeah. uh, you clip when you need to clip, and you go hard when you need to go hard. Sam McClure is a beauty. His nickname's Scoop, and you nickname him Dollop. Dollop, yeah. He said to me, "Is it because I'm half a scoop?" I said, "That's it." Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I said, get some scoops and I'll call you scoops. Yeah. 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 Good bloke, Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. You're a ripper, Piggers. Thanks well, very much for coming in and happy 50th on the 9th of September. Oh, did you really need to tell everyone I was turning 50? <laughs> Where's the party at? We're all coming. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm going overseas with Hutchie and the crew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hide in New York. Well, go and enjoy it, mate. You've been outstanding. Thanks oh, very much, mate. Jay and Duck, always. And uh, you've been listening to Don't Argue, Powered by Crown. Back on Thursday for a wrap with our man, Jacob Wilson. <laughs> <laughs>